developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Have a, uh, a missing, a missing leprechaun. A missing leprechaun. <laughs> I did get a text from the bar last night when they were driving him home. Yeah. Um, I well, love that the bar texted you. <laughs> I have. Hey, just to let you know, your stepson son is going to work. <laughs> what was the text? I hope you turn your phone off when you go to bed. Jimmy just left with Kelly. Oh, no. Giving him a ride to the station. Oh, she gave him a ride. Okay. He's loaded. <laughs> what time was that at? Uh, 1.37 a.m. <laughs> so we'll leave him in there. Uh, uh, do you think we can get him to break our rule about Fridays? Oh, that's right. We could easily do that today, I think. You want to mess with him? Yeah. He'll be so upset. He can't drink. <laughs> and then you have to give him two more picks on his death pool. Because <laughs> he'll drink anyway. he's going to drink anyway. He'll be stuck with one person. <laughs> All right. That's our plan. But we're going to do field tests, sobri- uh, sobriety yeah. field tests with him as well. So the first test will be going live here on my uh, on my, uh, on my social media here. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. Would you have dated your significant other in high school? I think a better question for this room is, do you think your significant, significant, other, significant other would have dated yeah, us? Because I definitely would have dated mine. <laughs> Not sure she would have dated me. Yeah, I'll second that. I um, Let's say I didn't come into my own. <laughs> I was a rather awkward individual. Yeah, in, in high school? Yes. I had a level of confidence. Yeah. I just... I, I laughed at... Um, somebody, I was a complete loser when I was a kid. Well, somebody posted on your Facebook a while ago <laughs> a picture of you in high school playing basketball. <laughs> I was laughing because you, you looked like you're from the like, 60s, that picture. Well, it was late 80s and the uniforms were questionable and um yeah the shorts jeez we wore the worst <laughs> shorts but i i the problem with old locker was i grew i grew from the time i was like 12 to 14 i grew yeah. like a foot and a half right my feet went from like a size 6 to a 12 like i just about doubled right yeah and i never really f- grew into my body right like, i i'm i always looked that happens to people like when a they, stork when they get tall, right? Yeah, there's like that awkward I've stage seen, where they don't fill out. It's like yeah, I've yeah. seen guys though that are tall that are that carry themselves better than I do. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. It's hard to explain, and so I I, I just 
I looked like a garage sale when I moved. <laughs> this is to because uh, um, Scarlett Johansson was interviewed saying there's no way she would have dated her husband Colin Jost from SNL in high school. Which I, I'm sorry, that's that. That, that, that still doesn't make any sense to me. That she's with him anyways? At this point. <laughs> yeah, they showed a picture of him in high school, yeah. and that was her comment. Yeah, I wouldn't have dated him. She said he had the exact same haircut as all my brothers. <laughs> and <laughs> Anyway, that's the topic this morning. Would you have dated your significant other in high school? The locker room topic of the day. Would you have dated your significant other in high school? So we've sort of determined that... Uh, Grant and I would have dated our significant others. <laughs> We're pretty sure our significant others would not have come anywhere near us. Uh, Kane said, there's no way she would have dated me. Uh, I was boozing way too much, skipping school to go drinking, showing up to volleyball practice drunk. <laughs> so no. Nope. All right. The locker room topic of the day. Would you have dated your significant other in high school? Uh, we got this text from Josh. My significant other would have been seven years old when I was in high school, so no. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Do you think your significant other would have dated you back in high school? Uh, Christy said, I don't think I would have dated him. Uh, we had two completely different experiences in high school. I had a blast. I went to parties every weekend. He was picked on and shoved into lockers. <laughs> So she was popular. He wasn't. Uh, she said she also refused to have a serious relationship in high school. So, yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, he I was... did too. I asked, I put my foot down. That was my thing. I just, I just really want to concentrate on school. Yeah, I math, refuse to have a serious relationship. Math is way too important to me. My virginity was very important to me in high school. I treasured it. The locker room topic of the day. You think your significant other would have dated you in high school? Dean, uh, would your significant other have dated you in high school or vice versa? Uh, Dean said, there's no way she would have had anything to do with me. She can hardly stand me now when I give her, <laughs> which is not that much. I was 100% giver in high school. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Do you think your significant other would have dated you in high school? Uh, Devin said, my wife and I started dating in high school, so yes. <laughs> He said, however, I think it would be flipped. She wouldn't date me now. In high school, I had hair. I was athletic. I was charismatic. Now I'm bald, overweight, and grumpy. <laughs> Things are going up and downhill, eh? The locker room topic of the day. You think your significant other would have dated you in high school? We're getting a lot of honesty from the locker room listeners this morning. Yeah, a lot of honesty. Um inappropriate ian said all i know is she wouldn't have married me i was a wild child in my youth besides on her 25th anniversary i asked her to renew our vows and she said no once was enough <laughs> that's funny the locker room topic of the day do you think your significant other would have dated you in high school patrick said i did date my significant other several times in high school um, but that age, she didn't put out, and I had needs, apparently. <laughs> but they're together now, and they're happy. It's it all worked out. <laughs> and now, The Locker Room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, Kane Grant Johnson.
You didn't actually think we put you in charge of the Falcon thing, did you, James? You can't even reach the controls, man. <laughs> All right. Star Wars news. Big news. The Jedi Jimmy podcast episode 11 is out. Yeah. It's a breakdown of lightsaber combat form two. Yeah. So go to our YouTube page or anywhere you get your podcasts. We were hanging out last night and Michaela, I was like, what are you watching right now? She was watching the podcast. Jimmy? Yeah. All right. Well, we, like- we got a little sample from the most recent podcast for everybody as well. I'm going to show you some of these attacks and defenses in sequence. First, you have the downward strike to the head. This is actually how he sounds this morning. Yeah, actually. And then the block is like this. Sleeping behind me right now. Anyway, now, you gotta go check. It's out. about eight minutes of him lifting his front leg up and down. <laughs> <laughs> did the uh, did the comments come back? Yes, um, somebody commented. This man is serious about his lightsaber training. Oh, that's awesome! Because yeah. the comments got blocked by YouTube. Yeah, they disabled comments on yeah. Jimmy's videos. Yeah, because people were being mean. There to was him. a bunch of perverts. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. How often do you think about sex in a day? <laughs> you thought about it? I guess this sounds about right. Yeah, that's exactly study, what I thought. Like when you start to really break it down, this study sounds about right. It was uh, adults think about sex eight times per day on average. That if you think about your morning, that's me. Lunchtime, yeah. <laughs> Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you got all those, and then you got coffee time. Yeah. <laughs> Recess. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the other part of this study was that a significant portion of respondents are very comfortable talking about sex and sharing stories yeah. and what. You know what I've I've found out about myself hmm. just based on some like just encounters I've had with with people. In the last couple of, you know, last six, seven months, yeah. whatever, is that I'm not, I am not comfortable talking ab- about ab- about your bedroom activities. I mean, I'll joke about it, yeah, right, but I am not, I- I'm not a sharer. Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I don't Jimmy? feel. <laughs> There's some movement over here. Yeah, you tell people what you do on the bus. <laughs> Like, we're not shy. Yeah, you're not shy. None of us are shy in this room. And we'll broach the topic. Yeah. Right? We do all sorts of topics about it and stuff. Yes, but, but, but like, I'm not going to be like, last Tuesday, yeah, um, this, guess what this I happened. Did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I was hanging you. from the ceiling and <laughs> I was wearing this. I and, got this burn from the ropes. and <laughs> Yeah. And I, if I've, I've been around people that are. Yeah. A, Overtly 
they give details yeah. and there's this discussion about and I'm always like what they do this how is often too, they do this it this is too no but details too oh yeah about how things went down and I'm like <laughs> I'm just not that guy and I'm, I don't think I'm a I'm not a prude am I I don't think so but apparently we we are because sixty five percent said they were comfortable sharing. But that's what I was thinking. Details like details like significant details with other people, yeah. right? You know, like injuries suffered during sex and <laughs> cruise FM. We got a bunch of texts on the discussion about sex. Yeah, so the study How many was. How times do you think the average person uh, thinks about sex eight times a day? Wade said, "Finally, something I'm, I'm above average in." <laughs> Uh, we had another text. I think about it at least 20 times. Um, one more said... A lot of horny people out there. That figure is wrong because I've thought about sex six times since I got up at, at 4.30. Yeah. Uh, Gina Park was saying women can share details like nobody's business. Kane said it's weird that you're shy about sharing details because you're a swinger. Listen, I just <laughs> like flamingos. And pineapples. Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Oh, the day after St. Patrick's Day, when we are all, we're no longer Irish anymore. Oh, the luck of the Irish is gone. I'll kill the bed. And Jimmy sleeps on the floor of his workplace, (laughs) the place that pays his bills. How lucky are we here? I mean, how many people can can go out drinking until 2 in the morning and then sleep at their office overnight <laughs> and then continue sleeping even once their shift starts? <laughs> and it's, like, understandable. It's like, oh, yeah, Jimmy wasn't on the air this morning because he's too drunk, and our boss is like, oh, that makes sense. Imagine Lois, who works at H&R Block, just laying down in the middle of the floor having a nap because she got too drunk last night. Rick, Rick the school bus driver, pulling the bus over for a nap because he's still a little tipsy. Like, where else does this happen? Uh, the fact is that with it being St. Patrick's Day yesterday, a lot of employees will be hung over today. They might not be sleeping, but they're going to be hung over, which is why you need to be extra kind to everybody today. They're hung over and they might not care as much. You'll get the service you get. Which is understandable. By the way, uh, you need to remember that if you had green beer yesterday, your poo will likely be green this morning. You're not dying. There's nothing wrong with you. You're just an alcoholic. The Grant Report (laughs) is brought to you by our merchandise. Hey, you want to buy us a beer? Well, every time you buy a shirt, you buy us a case of beer. Essentially. Buy your Glory Holes shirt today by (laughs) clicking the link on any of our social media. The best part about the Jimmy story, and we got another field sobriety test coming up here shortly, but the best part about it is that the owner of the bar drove him to the radio drove station. Him to the radio station. <laughs> Dropped him off at work. Peter the Leprechaun was out about last night doing his thing for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Um, got dropped off by the bar. Oh, that's not even a joke. By the owner of the last bar he was at at the radio station last <laughs> hey, Jimmy, night. Jimmy, I'll give you a ride. Crashed on the couch in the back. And uh, we've been doing field sobriety testing with him all morning to see if he's fit to be on the show. We got a live one coming up, all right? 
We're going to take a chance and put them on the air here. The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Old Peter the Leopard. Oh, Peter the Leopard. Peter, you made it to work. <laughs> this is getting old. He was uh, out last night. He gets hired to do this leprechaun yeah. bit at bars during St. Patrick's Day. And uh, Friday morning after the uh, events of the day yesterday when he starts day drinking uh, are a little sketchy. So we've done a couple of things in the past. One year we had him do a breathalyzer test, which he failed. Yeah, well, he actually broke times. the breathalyzer, too. Yeah. He actually he was so it. drunk. Yeah. <laughs> so this year, we've just been doing field sobriety testing with him, and uh, so we've been putting him through a, a couple of things. Things we morning. learned from the police, like, yes. can you do a cartwheel, a handstand, <laughs> smell test? <laughs> All right, so this latest field sobriety test to see if Jimmy is ready to jump on and, and finish the show off with us is singing. You have to sing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star for us, and then Grant and I will determine whether or not you're ready. All right? Okay. Okay. Sing. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, (laughs) how I wonder what you are. There's more. Something about the sky above. I don't know. All right. Still drunk. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll keep him off the show for a bit longer, I think. I thought we would play the uh, the Twinkle Twinkle Little Star backwards from Jimmy. Mm. Or twinkle down. Twinkle Little Star. <laughs> How I wonder <laughs> what you speed. are. There's more. Something about the sky above. (laughs) I don't know. Cruise FM. Nicholas Cage in the news right now. A couple of things. Getting a lot of good press here. Yeah, yeah, which is interesting because I think it has everything to do with the fact that we made Jimmy watch like an entire year of Nicolas Cage movies. Yeah. I think this was us. This was uh, the locker room. They probably saw a bump in his numbers. They're like, why is somebody watching Nicolas Cage movies? We revitalized this man's career. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so last year with Midget of the Movies, Jimmy watched every week, he watched a Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. And um, I think we gotta, we have to have a conversation about this new movie being part of Midget at the Movies. Oh, yeah. Because it's getting like unbelievable reviews right now. So it doesn't come out till April 22nd, um, but it's doing all the festivals right now. Yeah. The unbearable weight of massive talent where Nicolas Cage plays himself. And in the movie, he's broke. And he uh, agrees to make a paid appearance at a billionaire's house. Who plays so, the billionaire? What's that guy's? It's, he, he's the it's Mandalorian. A Mandalorian, Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Um, I saw an interview with and him. And then he's an informant for the CIA, Nicolas Cage is. Oh. So the movie is he's going to this billionaire's birthday party. Okay, I but he's also that. He's also an informant for the CIA because uh, the Mandalorian is doing something sketchy. Sketchy. Yeah. So Pedro did an interview, and he was raving about Nicolas Cage. Yeah. He said he was just blown away by him as an actor. Huh. Um, I, I also saw a story. It's got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. From that's, critics, right? That's now. insane. Yeah, I, I really want to see that movie. The thing that um, that I was also reading yesterday was that a lot of people feel that Nicolas Cage got snubbed at the award shows last year for Pig. For Pig, I still haven't seen that. 
You haven't seen Pig? No, I, I saw it on my fire stick the other day, and I was like, I need to definitely watch this. Grant, you would it. love that movie. Oh, I know. It's actually really, yeah. it was amazing. And and I kind of agree. I think he should have he should have got some recognition. So hold, oh, hold on. It would have been this year, because Pig came out last year. E- yeah. So I think... Yeah, it would have been this year's Oscars. It would have been this year's Oscars, which yeah. is just around the corner. And he got snubbed. He got snubbed at the Golden Globes as well. Yeah, which I, is surprising. Actually. Which is yeah. So uh, the other thing that's in the news regarding Nick Cage is is the Batman stuff. Well, I was going <laughs> to say, are we in the middle of a, a like a comeback? Yeah, from, like a John Travolta, John Travolta Pulp type Fiction comeback. type comeback. Yes, yes uh, we are. He's saying he wants to be in the next Batman movie, <laughs> and. Jimmy is here, but I don't know if we can put him on air. But apparently he wants to play a villain called the Egghead. I don't know that villain. All right, your mic's on. Do you know the Egghead? No. (laughs) (laughs) That was sobriety. Field field sobriety test number five, and he failed. In the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So, a few adults feel, very few, feel refreshed when they get up in the morning. Mm. I don't know what's going on with me lately. I, I think it's the time change. I have I have been off. Like, I haven't felt right. I've been waking up, like, most, pretty much every morning at, like, 2. Like, and then trying to fall back asleep. Like, for some reason, I'm, like, 2 o'clock rolls around. Which doesn't really make sense. Why? Because even if it was an hour earlier, I don't wake up at three. Like normally, though, do you feel refreshed when you get up? Like never. You, no. <laughs> <laughs> on a Saturday, See, I usually feel pretty decent. On when a I get Saturday up. or a Sunday, maybe when I sleep in, yes. Yeah. But on like a regular day when I'm waking up at four, no, I never feel like oh, let's go. My dumpers I'm always off like, too. Do like, I need this job? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do I really want to go in and hang out with those a-holes again? Yeah. yeah. It's a problem. I, I I think the sleep thing, I know we bring it up all the time, and I think we're hyper-focused yeah. on it because we're up like stupid it's early to, of do our our schedule, sh- to do our yeah. schedule. But, uh, Jimmy, do you feel... I don't feel refreshed right now. <laughs> That's but on an average day. On an average when day. When you've only had eight beer instead of 18. Like, how do you feel when you get up on a Tuesday? When, when, when have you, when are you recovered from the binge drinking on the weekend? Wednesday morning, when you get up, I don't feel refreshed until I have the shower in the morning. Yeah, that's me. Then when I have the shower, then I feel refreshed and ready to go. But before the shower, I feel like. Yeah, that's me. Like, like I don't, rough. I don't feel good until I've had my shower and a coffee, and then I like, okay, I'm refreshed. I sleep so but well is, that does I does this think mean I'm... like, like to me this meant like you, the alarm goes off and you bounce out of bed and that's me. You only have one alarm too. That's I got it. like four alarms set. I have a, I have a backup alarm on my table from like it's like one of those Sears clock radio things <laughs> yeah, yeah. that I've had for a hundred years that you got yeah. with your uh, yeah. uh, snowblower well, I, got it, I got it for Christmas when I was like 10 yeah anyway it 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 it's set for 4 a.m. 
and I get up at 3.30. Oh, yeah. So if if I, for whatever reason, sleep through my alarm, which I never do. Like I, yeah. like I, like I bounce out of bed. I haven't felt good this last week or so, though. Time I, change, man. Yeah, it's the time changes. I've been trying to deny it, but I haven't felt good. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. I get out of bed easy. Like, it's not like I'm groggy getting out of bed. I just, you know, not... Not boing. Yeah. Yeah. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Is this a TV project, Grant? This yeah. Mike Myers? Well, it's a Netflix. Um, oh, okay. So it's six episodes on Netflix. A new Mike Myers show called The Pentaverit. Um, and surprisingly, he plays all the characters. How do you know that no one wants to work with you anymore? <laughs> you do all the characters yourself. That's always like, it's never really a good sign, is it? No. I mean, the nutty professor when Eddie Murphy played his whole family was funny. But then he did another one where he played all the characters. It was bad. Adam Sandler tried it. It was bad. Mike Myers has done it. He's done it with Dr. Evil, I know. Yeah. Which is hilarious, but... Just to the point where it's kind of sad because I don't know. I always sort of had Mike Myers up on a pedestal, and I guess he's a bit of a dick. Yeah, yeah. Like that's like quite a common. You know where he did it well? Um, so I married an axe murder. He, he did, plays his dad. He did the dad. Yeah. Heed, heed. Look at the size <laughs> of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that, doesn't that bother you though? Yeah, we're Canadians, right? Like we're well, not Wayne's so, World was amazing. Like Wayne's World, yes, we got this like famous famous actor, and he's a douchebag. Yeah, yeah. Austin Powers, he played a couple of different characters, and he did. He's done he it. Did well. Yeah, well. Doctor Evil, well. he was good. He's he, done it well, but when he start doing eight characters. Too much. And you haven't done anything funny in a long time. Yeah. Um, Ken Jeong will also be in it. Um, uh, Ken's the guy that was in the Hangover, hangover right? The, the guy yeah. in the back of the trunk. And um, Keegan, <laughs> Michael Key. Okay. You know, Key and Peele. Have you been hearing, I, I think Ken is in, Ken Jong is in that, uh, that, that show. He's in The Masked Singer. He's a judge. That's right. But he, isn't he in that show where they're all in a house and they're trying to make each other laugh? Um, I know Tom Green is. I don't think so because that's all Canadians. Is it? That's, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know the show you're talking about. What's it called? I've had more than a couple of people tell me that that is a really funny show. You have to watch it. I, yeah, I, I haven't watched it yet either, but all my was, friends have seen it. I, I didn't know it was all Canadians. It's all Canadians, I'm pretty sure. On What's it show. called? Did you find it? Uh, Make me laugh or... That's going to bug me. I think it's on Prime, right? Yes, it's on Prime. Something uh, laugh... You're really good at the Google thing. Last one laughing. Last one laughing. Maybe there's an American one. Maybe. Anyway, yeah. I've heard that's really good. Yeah. Where uh, Do we have any news on when this thing's coming out, or is it just uh, Mike Myers is actually working on it's something? It's going to be out May 5th. May 5th. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Cruise FM. I don't know why I'm excited. Why am I excited about this? <laughs> It's it's not a big deal. I'm very excited about this. I am totally excited about this. Because it looks awesome, and I think this is my favorite fast food place, maybe. Wendy's, eh? Yeah. Great chili. Mine is, <laughs> mine is still Arby's. Arby's. Yeah, I'm for still the chicken lying. sandwich. Um, trying to think. Like, we had Harvey's the other day, and that was really good. That's kind of turning into a favorite. Carl's Jr. is unreal. 
I don't do Wendy's very often. But Wendy's is just so good. See, the thing with me with Wendy's is um, it's next to a Timmy's, and I I'll do Tim's quite a bit because. I'll do the breakfast. Like, I really like the breakfast, yeah. the belt, right? The bagel belt, and I like the coffee. And um, But I, I'm a Baconator fan. Well, I'm, a, I'm a junior fan. This couple of so juniors. Wendy's is adding breakfast in Canada. Yeah, this is a game changer. This is a game changer, and it looks really good. <laughs> I did. I saw some of the pictures. Yeah. Like, I, oh, I'm looking at it right now. So, and this is the thing. Like, they're not fooling around here. And, and I think a big part of the reason why Wendy's hasn't jumped into the into the breakfast game is because a lot of them are attached to Tim's, right? Well, and just opening earlier too, right? But they're hiring sixteen hundred new employees, right? They're yeah. doing this at every restaurant in Canada, from what I was reading. Is like yeah, it looks are, like yeah. it. And in the next few weeks, Wendy's will be opening up early. To start serving breakfast, and they're they're um, creating a new coffee because they don't have coffee, right? I they don't, don't have Wendy's. I don't think they do. Right? They have a breakfast baconator. Oh my oh. god! I'm like, <laughs> can we start <laughs> standing alive? <around? laughs> you had me at baconator. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I yeah, again, I don't know why, but this just really does excite me. Right, right now my Maybe favorite. I haven't fast got a food. lot going on in my life right now, but <laughs> my favorite fast food breakfast is A and W. But once this Wendy's one gets going, I don't know. All right, we're gonna have to try. Yeah. When is it open? It's open. They soon. just say springtime, so hopefully it starts. All right. Hello. Good morning, Terry. How are you? I'm good. Yourself? Excellent. We're, we're so happy to be talking to you, Terry. We're back. <laughs> Two yeah. years without Folk Fest is too long. <laughs> It certainly is. Well, yeah. you know, it's always a year between festivals, but now it'll be three. Yeah, three years, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what bands are you really excited about seeing this year, Terry? Well, we um, we announced uh, the War on Drugs, which I think is, uh, you know, a bit on the rock and roll side. Yeah, great band. You know, we, we just think they're a great band. We've been trying to get them for years. Um, and Alison Russell's coming in. She's up for three Grammy Awards, so... Um, yeah, but she's usually with Birds of Chicago, but this is her solo project. Mm. You know, so on Buffy St. Marie will open up the show, so I can't think of anyone better. And uh, Lord Huron on Sunday they, night. They do a great show. I've seen them before. I haven't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they they played the festival twice before. And then we got Nathaniel Rateliff uh, closing Thursday night, who also uh, has played the festival twice before. And we're going to yeah. make another announcement, a big announcement on uh, March 29th of another big band that we've been trying to get for years, so... Yeah, if you watch for that. Was it more difficult to book this this year, or was it easier because everyone's chomping at the bit to get out? Uh, well, I think there's more bands wanting to travel. I think it was a bit easier. You know, okay. um, seems to be anyway. That you know, you know, our look, our number just seemed to come up this year. Bands that we've been trying to get for ten years. You know, this seems to be the year we we got them. It's uh, you know, it's definitely um, a younger, a different look at the festival. I think. A lot of the, uh, you know, legend artists, well, John Prine, we lost to yeah. coronavirus early on. And, you know, some, you know, bands like the Waterboys aren't touring over here. So I think people are older artists are staying closer to home. And that makes sense, you know, at this point until they see how it all shakes out. We should talk a little bit about where people get tickets or the best way to get information about the Edmonton Folk Fest. Well, our website's always a good one. And it's uh, edmontonfolkfest.org. Um, 
we're we're sticking with our usual thing where we'll announce the full lineup on May 25th and tickets go on sale June 4th. So uh, we just we don't like to take people's you know money early like at Christmas or something right. like that. We just like to uh, you know, and that that's what's always worked for us. So we'll, we'll go on sale on the first Saturday in June, and I expect sales to be fairly brisk because I you know I know the lineup and uh, it's it's I have to say it's a bit of a dream lineup for us if I strong if i had to you know people think i can always get who i want but it doesn't work that way and we're competing against festivals in the u.s to charge more in and they you know fees are mostly in u.s so that's a obviously a long-term problem um but we've done very well this year i'd be surprised if i see a, another folk festival with this a strong lineup wow. that's uh, i think it's going to be one of our most exciting lineups in our history actually so. one of the ways to get into folk fest too is volunteering um, are you guys yes. looking for a lot more volunteers here for this year? Uh, well, we're always looking for new volunteers. Um, you know, just give our office a call um, or, you know, uh, try us at volunteers at edmontonfolkfest.org. Uh, um, yeah, you know, we, we've been really good. We've had 2,700 volunteers. We may be at, at around 2,500 wow. this year. Yeah, it's a big, it's a fairly big operation that way. Um, can yeah, I volunteer? Like, you know, like having, yeah. Can I volunteer to party with Nathaniel Ritler? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know they like to party, you know, um, and we do have parties every night after the the main stage closes down. But he's just going to be here Thursday and then gone because he's uh, heading down to another festival in the U.S. for Saturday in Hinterland um, that we often um, compete with actually for for talent, but we managed to get both. Nice. We should just recap. Um, the the upcoming announcements and then the on sale once again, Terry. Sure. Um, well, we we've announced uh, Buffy Saint Marie and Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats, um, the War on Drugs, uh, Allison Russell, and also Lord Huron. And tickets will go on sale on at nine o'clock in the morning uh, through Ticketmaster and through our office. If you want to come down and line up, you'll save yourself some money. And that's on the first Saturday in June, June fourth. June 4th. And you have another announcement coming down the pipe when? Um, on the 29th of this month. 29th. Big band. Okay. Yeah. Terry, we're so excited. We will see you again this year at, at Folk Fest. And uh, we're so glad you're back, my friend. Lovely. And thank you for all your support over the years. Yes. Appreciate it. Yeah. You have a okay. good one. Thank you, Terry. You too. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast, your official MMA show. A midget, millennial, and an asshole. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.